0: Good morning, hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous Friday morning. It's uh, cold, cold. If you haven't been out yet, you better grab your coat. It is chilly out there and uh, I think winter is upon us. So uh, according to uh, what I've seen on the weather for next week in particular, it's going to be really, 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 really cold. So everyone is uh, uh, ready for it and You've buttoned down the hatches, put up some plastic, stuffed um, insulation where it needs to go. Uh, and I mean that in the nicest sense, in your home. And uh, you uh, and everything works out for you. And uh, heating costs will not be above your uh, ability to pay. I know for us, our heating costs are astronomical. I've been putting insulation everywhere that I can find to, to plug up anywhere. I think air is escaping, and uh, it's been, we're trying hard. And call today and see about uh getting uh what do we cost. get some propane maybe for our gas logs this year. Maybe we can help supplement some of the cost. I don't know. It's just since we've lived here our, our heating bills are astronomical. It's, it's just insane. But hey, praise God we got a home to live in. Praise God we got heat. And praise God that He's provided a way to make these payments. So you know we can't complain. Lord's been good either way. So but anyway, i uh, hope everybody's glad it's Friday and uh, and ready for the weekend and I say that, but yet there's people who still have to work Saturdays and Sundays. But uh, there's there's there are those that get every weekend off. And so I'm sure you're excited. And many of you I've noticed on social media is already putting up your uh, Christmas trees and Christmas decorations in anticipation of of Christmas. I. Um, I love Christmas as much as the next person. If that's what you want to do, uh, far be it from me to say anything. Glad you're ready and in the spirit. But uh, I usually like to wait about a uh, week before Thanksgiving. That's when we usually put up our stuff and uh, get ready. And then on Thanksgiving Day, we just got a little family tradition. That's when we actually decorate our tree, and that's always fun to do. But uh, but anyway, if you want to look in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to look at verses 24 and 25. And as always, Uh, Even though I display them here on the video uh, and for you to read, please use those Bibles. Highlight, underline, go back, read, memorize us what those Bibles are for. You don't want any dust gathering on those Bibles. So make sure you're using them and, uh, and applying them to your hearts and minds. And this is what this verse is talking about uh, today, is that application. We're looking at Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 25. It says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house And it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Well, as my old daddy used to say, or still says, uh, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. And uh, so, you know, as we look at these verses, uh, of course, this was on the um, Sermon on the Mount. Uh, that uh, that Jesus was talking about this type of situation. Now you have to understand the geography uh, of the area. Uh, there were some sandy places, and and uh, uh, in fact, uh, there's a specific location where that uh, it may look solid, may look good, might be a good place to build something, but uh, it was prone to flooding, and uh, the, so that's why those were, you know of course building upon a rock at that time would have been very hard. It'd been hard to, you know, obviously they didn't have the proper equipment to drill and uh, to hammer and all these things. So building upon a, a, something uh, as solid as, as a, and dense as a rock it takes it, it takes a lot of effort, so it'd been easier to do something more on softer ground. But you know that is the literal sense. Of course, I'm far from uh, any kind of contractor or know how to build anything. That's why I sliced my hand on the uh, table saw the other day trying to make something. But um, uh, Linda says good morning from Sunday, Florida. Thank you for your daily devotions, being faithful to the Word of God, following the lead. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. It's very sweet of you to say, and I really uh, really appreciate those encouraging and kind words. But uh, so you know, in spiritual sense, of course, that's the physical literal sense which I just described. But in the spiritual sense, uh, what Jesus is talking about uh, when we see this on here, when it he talks about. Therefore, whosoever uh, heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. So it's it, we need to uh, make sure that we are, that's not so much the external, but the internal is where we need, where this application belongs, that we are not only hearers of the word, but doers. You can sit in a, in a church every time the door, church doors are open. You can say, read your Bible every single day. But if you're not making application to what you're hearing and reading, what good is that? If you're not being any different from those in the world uh, and and acting just like they are, then where's their incentive to get saved? And you know that that again falls into some real areas of problem with some churches, maybe in this all and in my area and a nation uh, as as a whole. There's too many people who are compromising on sin because they don't want to offend anybody. And so there, if there's no conviction of sin, then why do they need a savior? And so you see the heretical issues that we have here uh, that they are teaching uh, erroneous theology uh, to those in the audience because they are there to entertain and not to teach and to instruct as pastors should. And so they're not uh, making proper application of what God's word says. And there is exegesis and there Jesus. And what that is, exegesis is properly interpreting God's word as he intended to the original audience and to us today. To understand that hermeneutics as to what God's word is truly trying to say in these passages. And there are eisegesis in what you put into it and what you want it to mean. And that's the problem with too many Christians. They want to put in there as to what they want it to mean. There's too many people out there that think, well, it's just open to interpretation. It's however you want to interpret it. So that even though that may be true for you, it's not true for me. God's word is not relative. Truth is not relative. Truth is truth. And God's word is clear. In fact, I was reading yesterday, there's an article um, uh, that uh, uh, this, I don't know who the guy is. uh, It's on Twitter. And uh, uh, there's a lot of C.S. Lewis quotes he uh, puts on there. But he had some erroneous doctrine uh, uh, as far as uh, purely pure indoctrination and propaganda from the liberal left. uh, And uh, there's a lot of liberals uh, and pastors out there. And uh, trying to justify homosexuality and trying to say that these verses that are in God's Word, trying to discount the Old Testament, trying to say that these verses in the New Testament are wrong and that people, uh, even though despite that there are no signs to back it up or claiming that there's no, um, uh, that they are born, uh, that it's not a choice, but it's just so wrong. God's Word is clear on the matter from the Old Testament to the New Testament. We take God's Word literal. Now there is hyperbole. There is, uh, you know, allegory. There are those things obviously in there, but there are those things, particularly in the Ten Commandments and what we are told in the Old Testament, reinforced in the New Testament, that we know is either wrong or right. And that's what we have to apply to our lives. And that is the standard. See, as a problem, society wants to get away from God's word. They want to to discount it and water it down because they don't want to be offended by it. And uh, if homosexuality in particular was uh, was born that way, then why do so many go from gay to bi to straight and back and forth? You know, if you're born a certain way, then you can't change your inclination, natural state. So we know that this is, you know, and plus, if nothing else, to follow God's word, they can abstain. I have yet to hear of one person who've died from a lack of sex. So, you know, there, it's just insanity. But that also applies to anybody trying to justify adultery, pornography, extramarital affairs, sin of any kind. That, that applies to anything, you know, because if you want to justify sin, you can justify sin. You can say, well, God's word doesn't really clear on this. And then you want to do what you want to do. That's not how it works. We have to stand true to the firm and the foundation of our faith. And it's what is getting out here: to build on the rock. And it says, as rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat upon the house and it fell for it was founded where it was for it was and it fell not for it was founded upon the rock I get out here in a second. So, uh, we're going to endure storms of life. We're going to endure persecution. We're going to endure these things. And if your house is not built upon the solid rock, the solid foundation, the cornerstone of our faith of Jesus Christ, who was uh, was whipped, who was, pers- was persecuted far more than we could ever imagine, and how he was beaten and bu- bruised for us. Now to the cross for us raised from the thir- on the third day for us because there was demand that God demanded justice for our sins and Jesus Christ, the propitiation for that, uh, the atonement, the atoning work on the cross for us, that uh, that it took him. It couldn't just be any man. It had to be Jesus Christ, who is fully God and fully man, that had to pay for our sin debt because there's no way for us to to pay for that. So he did that for us. And unless you believe in that foundation firmly in Jesus Christ and believe in the truth of the word of the gospel of Christ, then uh, that's the only way our, we can endure those storm those storms of life, those persecution and life. Life. and uh, we are we're going to see this more and more as christians you know just like um Sunday night I made reference to an incident that happened in New York on a subway on October 22nd. A 75-year-old man, they said you could barely hear him, was was just reading his Bible out loud and and, and maybe been doing a little preaching. And a uh, man in drag come up and and hit him with a high heel, a nine-inch stiletto, I think it was, and uh, he had to have 30 stitches. The gash was so bad, all because uh, he was reading God's Word out loud. You know, and uh, we make, you know, obviously God's words, again, homosexuality, and I hit on it just a minute ago. But I want to make real clear, if you have a son or a daughter relative who is battling that, uh, we need to show compassion and we need to explain the truth in love to these individuals and we are to still love them, all right? We don't condone those actions, but as a parent, we still love them and try to get them help and try to get them in the proper direction they need to be in. So I'm not preaching a message of hate here, so I feel I need to make that very clear. And any homosexual, transgender, LGBTQ are welcome at my church. They are welcome there, but they will have to understand they're going to hear the truth of the word of God as well. We have to build our faith on the firm foundation of Christ, or otherwise we'll be blown around by any wind of doctrine that is out there. And that's a problem. There's too many Christians out there who are wimpy, weak-kneed, spineless Christians who are blown away by every wind of doctrine. And that's why we have to stand firm on the foundation of our faith and stand true to the things of Jesus Christ. Will it be easy? No. Will it be hard? Yes. And we're going to face a lot of storms. We're going to face a lot of persecution. Unless you're grounded in the things of Christ, you're going to be in a world of hurt. And just like that flood that came through and washed that away, that's what's going to happen. So we need to be very clear that we need to stay in the word. instant in season, out of season to reprove, to rebuke. Uh, and so we need to make sure that we're staying in the word. We're staying in prayer. We're making a proper application that we are living what we are believing, that we are doers of the word and not hearers only, that we're, we're taking this in eternally and we are applying it. And that's what is important. That's what Jesus is trying to get out here, that we are making proper application. We, just, we need to be more than just hearers. We need to be more than just give lip service uh, to those that um uh uh, in the church and um, uh tanya says yes yes god is so good he's so loving so merciful and he's given us another day of life let's love one another and make a difference today standing on the solid rock thank you tanya i appreciate those kind kind words but uh, uh we do this is a new day just like tanya said this is a brand new day a new beginning. Whatever mistakes you made yesterday, the day before, last week, last year, last month, don't let that dictate your present and the future. If, as a child of God, we are forgiven, we are loved, and we cling to that truth and know that we are forgiven. God doesn't hold nothing over our head. It's, it's Satan who holds those things over our heads. So we need to let that go. Live today. We have a brand new start, a brand new beginning. Let's live today for Jesus Christ, standing firm on the foundation of our faith. So make sure, you know, uh, just like this uh, little little. Picture I brought up here, wise or foolish? Which one are you? You know, you decide. Is are you on the foundation of the rock of God, or are you have you built your foundation on the sand? And when those when those times come of persecution, when those times come of of, uh, of the storms of our life, you know, this morning I was writing a little thing to my daughter. She's nearly turned sixteen, and uh, she's growing up. It's harder, on old daddy, it really is. It's hard on me uh, to see her growing up, to see her dating. Uh, it's natural, part of life, part of growing up. It's hard for me to let go. But one thing I want her to be sure of and be clear on is the fact that the only way she's going to get through the list of life. And, and I was talking about how she will proverbial skinning of the knees, you know, when she's little, she'd fall, daddy rush over and pick her up, tell her it's okay. But as she goes into adulthood, there's going to be times when we all fall and skin up our, our knees and hands. And that's when we have to reach out for the Heavenly Father and, and let His mighty arms hold us and tell us it's going to be okay. And we trust in His truths. So we know what He's saying is going to deliver us through any situation. And He's going to give us that peace that surpasses all understanding. That's when we need to run to God the Father. I think so many times so many people want to handle things on their own instead of giving it all over to Jesus Christ. So when you, when you fall, when, when you mess up, Just remember Jesus Christ is there. He's got those mighty, mighty arms and hands. He says, come on over here. Let me hold you. It's going to be all right. We're going to get through this together, and I'm going to give you the strength to endure and persevere. But that only happens if you have that true foundation of faith in Christ. So, you know, uh, make sure. Take that spiritual pulse. Am I living what I am believing? Am I reflection? You know, someone sent me a message here the other day. said, how do people sit there and say that you're a Christian and say, ask prayer for this, or even put Bible verses and turn around and post something raunchy and nasty? And I said, hey, you know, that's the very thing I spoke about from the pulpit. You may be the only Bible some people ever read. And if you're sitting there claiming to be a Christian and you're posting memes of, of sexual nature or, or foul language, that's sending a mixed message. You know, there's you're sitting there saying you're a Christian and then you're sitting putting this stuff out. Hey, both fresh and salt water can't flow out of the same fountain. And we either need to be on fire for the Lord to demonstrate those things of Christ or we're not. And so uh, be careful what you post on there, even though you might think it's funny. Is it glorifying unto God? Is that something you should post? Is that being a witness for you? Now, hey, granted, I've put things on there that I thought was funny, didn't think much about it. And then later on, be like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And people get upset about it. So you got to really think before you post stuff if you're claiming to be a Christian because it could send the wrong message. And we want to draw people to Christ, not repel them. And so, uh, you know, even though we show love to any sinner out there, we cannot compromise on God's word. Make sure you're standing true to the faith of God and and doing what is right. We show compassion, we show love, we speak the truth in love, but we don't compromise on God's work. You know, I think some people think they have to compromise in order to to show love. We can't. We must stand true no matter how hard it, it, it is. And uh, how much that conviction may sting, we have to do that. That's why we need God's word to convict us so that we know we need that Savior. We know that we need Jesus Christ, that He's the only one who can transform, change, redeem, and sanctify us, and through God alone. And uh, it's not of ourselves, it's only through Christ. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, we love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful day. Thank you for another opportunity to spread your gospel message. Lord, let us stand firm on the foundation of our faith. Lord, let us make sure that our homes, our spiritual homes are are built on the rock and that we've not built on the sand and that no matter when the storm comes, that we can weather it only because that strength comes from you. Your enduring love, your enduring strength comes only from you. It's nothing we can conjure on our own and nothing we can do on our own Uh, abilities but only through you and lord i just pray that um, you if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you let her pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose from the grave for me come into my heart and save me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, as I pray each and every morning that you'll be with our school children, teachers, parents, bus drivers, and they'll be able to get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Lord, uh, be with all of the, the new drivers that are out there and that we'll have patience uh, with these kids as we're, they're trying to learn how to drive, that we won't get upset, and uh, Lord, protect them. And Lord, just pray that uh, you'll be with our first responders, police officers, and active military. Know that they're loved, needed, and appreciated. And Lord, uh, be with our president. Give him safety, him and his family. Give him wisdom, knowledge, discernment. Let him seek you out for all things. And, Lord, be with this nation. Let it touch hearts and minds. Let it, let this nation turn to you like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And, of course, I always pray for all those out there that uh, uh, there's a lot of people that send me prayer requests and prayer concerns. And uh, I was at the hospital yesterday visiting uh uh, Amy Wells pray for her and her husband and her mother. Uh, she uh, was not doing well from last I heard. And so really be praying for that family and uh, be praying. Uh, gosh, I, there's so many that I get on a daily basis. But the Lord knows those needs. And, and if you see those uh, on Facebook, social media, be sure and pray for those individuals. And as I was praying, I was talking about these younger drivers. You know, my daughter's getting ready to turn 16. She's going to be on the road. And I told her. Uh, so you're gonna meet jerks like your old daddy. that gets in a hurry, and uh, they're and if you're not going fast enough, you don't pull out fast enough. They're gonna be blowing horn, acting stupid. They don't realize you're still you're you're learning, and you're a new driver. So I just want to encourage you folks out there. Uh, it's easy when you're in a hurry. Uh, you get impatient. You get aggravated. And somebody pulls out in front of you, makes you mad, trust me, I'm there every day. Uh, and just realize, that, yeah, there's some jerks out there who do things just to be a smart aleck. You know, they ride their brakes just to be a smart aleck. They think you're falling too close, so they go slower just to be a smart aleck. But now sometimes we need to take to effect that, um, uh, that there are young men and women out there who are just turning 16, who are just learning to drive. It takes them a little longer to pull out. They may not go that fast because they're scared, they're nervous, and they're learning keep that in mind you see a young driver back off you know as as the the saying as the kids are saying slow your roll you know and stay and and just chill out uh you'll get there when you get there just let them you know back off a little bit and realize they're learning and they're trying so don't, don't get upset just keep that in mind as you go out and about today so um as always, uh, if you want to share these devotions and you got family friends might want to watch these, this is my Facebook, Dark young 77s They can watch on there. If they don't do Facebook, say no worries. You can go to Twitter at Dr. Matthias Young. Now also, uh, I, I upload these devotions and all of our sermons on uh, my Apple podcast. It's free. It'll cost you a thing, so you can listen to them as you're working out or working or whatever you want to do. If you want to listen to the audio, you have that available uh, to you to listen to those uh, sermons and the daily devotionals. And also, each week, I do an interview on there. And last week, I spoke with Josh Hall. Incredible, heroic story of this young man who lost his leg uh, and trying to keep us free. Well today at 10 o'clock I'll be talking to Chuck Richardson, Vietnam veteran. Great man, loves the Lord. Thank the world of him and his wife. So I'll be doing that. But I also stream live on YouTube. So you can watch the video or you can listen later on Apple iTunes. So be sure and check that out. Uh, of course I will a lot of people are working today so you can watch later, listen later. But uh, be sure and watch out for that. You don't want to miss it. He's an incredible man and and you want to want to be a part of that. So hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day today. As I say each and every morning live each day as if it were your last because one day it will be thanks for watching